seven. Cheers. Ching. Here's a thing. Southern Tier IPA. What are you drinking tonight, Lisa? Mm. Filtered water. Sort of. I haven't changed the filter in like two years. Mm, tap water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, tonight uh, we are talking about vegan kids, right? Raising a vegan kid. Yeah, vegan baby. Not so much pregnancy, but okay. a little on that. But I'll mostly give my two cents on the pregnancy. The overall vegan baby. Okay. Um, this is uncharted territory, right? It's not a lot of information about raising a kid from zero to 18. No, but there's vegan. some really exciting new News? stuff that is I'm Bob very gonna excited be a about. Genius? Uh, we'll get to that. I think Bob already is a genius, mm. but he's a little... I think all moms think that about their children. You know what? No, because um, before we get started, I'm going to go out and say, um, help, not help, but like, uh, uh, is this happening to you? Like, that's like the new segment. Does this happen to you? Um, <laughs> what? You know, like, imagine that with like some music behind it. You know? Okay. Does this happen to you? Anyways, I can do that. Um, my Bob is obsessed with fans and switches and lights and all things that I, or I don't know. Like, he's really into fans. <laughs> <laughs> and it lights. Ca- it kind of got me a little nervous. Yeah. Everyone's got their obsessions. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways. It's um, a weird I, way my, to start the show. My point was that I think he's like, he's like Rain Man smart. Yeah. Like, he's like not understood smart. Well, you know? we'll find out. He's not talking yet. Well, he's but he a, does sign language. He's one. Anyways, uh, let's catch you up to speed. I'm just a concerned mom, okay? That's, well, that's what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. So that's fine. Anyways, uh, let's catch you up to speed. Jimmy and I have been really busy lately, just all over the board. Well, this week is the end of school, and it's the end of my career as a teacher in general. Man. Which is emotional, exciting, but really emotional because um, I've been a teacher for 10 years and I've been like in the classroom now for 15 years. And you went to college for four years. Right. And like two you, of those years were dedicated to. Um, you trained for being, this profession. Right. That's, like this is a big. It's got to be weird. Yeah. This is like all I know. And I'm not going to do it anymore. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm really excited. I think it's like after all the cards have been dealt, I think it's the best option for me not to go back to the classroom and not to be a teacher anymore. And it, it makes sense. But. It is still like crazy because every year for 10 years, I've been a teacher. You can't cry at school. Oh, you mean I'm going to cry at graduation. The last day. I probably won't cry at school, but I'll cry like at graduation. I bet just because it's it's emotional, man. No, it is. I can't can't even imagine. And like not even just take (laughs) away the fact of it being like a teacher. Like I'm not I'm not working. I'm like totally changing everything. Yeah, you it's know? it's a whole lifestyle change, but it's easy like for anyone at their jobs to be focused on the negative and people people have tough jobs and we complain and stuff like that. Um, but teachers, I don't know. It's hard to compare to a different job. But we have such a spectrum. Mm-hmm. We have such annoying, insane, terrible things to deal with. But we also have so many awesome, amazing things. Yeah. So I can imagine that's going to be a little bit hard. But 
Yeah. Your husband's a teacher. You can yeah. come anytime. But my favorite thing to do, and I think I did it more this year than I probably should have, is just, I just like chit-chatting with my kids. Like, not even talking about, like, relevant topics. I just, I like, my like I'm that teacher that you get off subject and I just talk about like the weekend and then I start talking to my kids about their weekend. Like that's what I do for like Monday's lesson is like, what'd you do this weekend? And they're all like worked. I'm like, you here? Do you want to know what I did? <laughs> 40 minutes later. Yeah. But anyways, um, that's what this week is. It's the last week. I didn't even work today though. I had a doctor's appointment. So <laughs> we have <laughs> two days know. left. <laughs> Every time we do a podcast where we talk about how we're going to get back to being regular, um, but it's just been crazy. But yeah. as of Friday, we'll be so done. in a couple of days, we're done with school. So this is actually going to, we're going to ramp it up. We're coming up on 50 episodes. Yeah. Um, we're excited about that. We have a ton of stuff to talk about for a minute there. I thought that maybe we were done. we'd run out of topics, No. <laughs> but it's just, this is just growing so fast. So. Okay. There'll be a lot more of it. So we were busy. Let's go into that. Um, couple weekends now. Jimmy's been working on just working for other people, not Sorry. for us. Um, it's practice. It's fine. You practiced <laughs> making a trellis for our friend. That was so. F- it was fun. I don't even say it was fun. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, um, no. Last weekend we went up to Scranton, Pennsylvania to. Um, I'd like to say it was a it was a joint effort in doing the floors. Even it was. I didn't do anything. I appreciate you were there, and I think yeah. you worked just as hard as I did. Uh, all I had, well, I had to take care of Bob and Jimmy's sister needed new floors, so Jimmy um, so graciously accepted. And I insisted. Yeah, I mean it was good. You're good at that stuff, and it's good practice. And that's your sister. That's just like what you're supposed to do. But it just sucked because oh, it didn't suck, but like it stunk in that um, when you're redoing your floors, you have nowhere to hang out. So me and Bob just hung out. Like I just like held him. <laughs> yeah, there was no furniture. <laughs> yeah. The only thing to play with was saws and screwdrivers. Yeah. And but nails. it's okay. I mean, we get to see your family and. Your mom and she was like super excited to see Bob, so it all worked out. It was just one of those things that just we did, you know. And briefly, the highlight of yes. the trip to Scranton, PA. Point I'm getting at, besides seeing family, that was nice. What was even better was this restaurant in Scranton, PA, called Eden Cafe, and it had it was all vegan. It was at the heart of Scranton. Um, where the office is from. I don't know if you guys have heard that. Yes, which is not really from there, but based there. It's called the Paper City. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe Biden's from there, though. Oh. So is it, I think Hillary Clinton has some ties there, too. Weird. And my family. Okay. Anyways, this vegan cafe, we ate there twice. Like, we went there the first night. Two and nights in a row. We were like, this is so good. We just went back. They had this phenomenal vegan chicken wing oh my gosh yeah and jimmy's obsessed with chicken wings i you know didn't really get into them but i like i didn't i wasn't like oh this tastes like a chicken wing but it had um <laughs> like a fake bone yeah. in it if this is the first time you've listened to lisa's beats your meat you haven't heard me talk about this but oh. i've talked about it a million times on the show how much you love chicken wings it's the one thing that has not been replicated replicated well, and here you go. It's over. I'm so, done. I've had it all. 
Right. So these chicken wings had a fake bone and it was just like a really thick toothpick, but it like worked. It's like a skewer. Yeah, it, it did work. And then also it had like skin. I don't know what, the, what it was. I don't understand because when you fry stuff, I could see that maybe giving it a skin. I don't know. I got to, you know who I should talk to is Tofu Louie because I feel like he you would know. You know you should do? What? Right now you should call them. And put it on speakerphone <laughs> and ask them about the chicken wing. No, Megan said that um, that the owner of Eden Cafe went on Shark Tank to ask for like money to have a franchise. Really? Yeah. Call him. I don't have my phone because right. I'm dedicated and my all my intention is in this podcast, Jimmy. <laughs> I want to know what this thing is and I want you to make it. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I posted something on our Instagram about it and a girl... One of your former students wrote like, oh, I found that at the Asian Mart in Columbus. And I was like, what? Probably wasn't chicken. But I've had like uh, Melt, which is a grilled cheese place. Yeah. I think that's a franchise. They all do, fi- they do like chicken nuggets. Yeah. And that it has the, the, the buffalo sauce, which I think I talked about in the last episode. You know, that's, that's good and mm-hmm. all. And that tastes good. But this I actually liked... had, like you said, it had the skin. It was weird. It was kind of like burnt a little bit, like like a chicken wing fries for 10 it was minutes. It like charred. It was charred, and then the, the meat inside it kind of pulled like chicken, and yeah. then you had the bone in there. It was bizarre. And I even asked what it was made out of, and she was like, she just gave me like a generic. She was like, it's soy protein. I was like, no, 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 honey, I'm advanced. What yeah. is this? Yeah, well, whatever it is, it was freaking awesome. It was really it was really good, and they had so much other good food. Oh, oh my yeah. we God. Had stromboli. Had stromboli, and they had a meatball sub, and like a chicken cheese sandwich, and I had like a fish filet sandwich with like had tartar sauce on it, and a a red velvet Oreo cheesecake, which I bought twice. <laughs> it's just yeah. I was I was budgeting today, and I was looking at our credit card. Oh, I, was like, I spent. Ooh, oh, hey. Was, was <laughs> Did you like leave and go back in once? Um, yeah, because I had to go back in and get <laughs> Megan and Kyle food, and that's terrible because I didn't even pay the first night. <laughs> I, I literally spent oh, like yeah. seventy dollars on. Oh yeah, like, they snacks. got it the first night. That's yeah. funny. Well, it was good. I mean. We talk about that all the time, that every city that you're in, I'm sure there's great vegan options, and we have a lot here in Columbus, Ohio, but- um, Everywhere. We visited tons of places that have great options, but for some reason, this one was- Top notch. This was a cut above the rest. And then we were in, uh, were we in Endwell? Yeah. Okay, so- Endicott, Endwell. Endwell, Endicott, New York. Binghamton is the big city. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Anyways, um, and Josh, uh, he's both of our brother-in-law, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know how those lineages work. Um, <laughs> anyways, he he's become a vegan, and he was like, "Hey, there's this vegan pizza that I get. Um, do you guys want to have some?" So when on like our way out, we were eating dinner with or eating like a cookout with everyone, and he got a it was like a white broccoli pizza. Yeah. And we both ate it and then we like got in the car and we were like, I think that wasn't vegan. But it was. It was just like It was so well, I so worked good. for this pizza place for eight years mm-hmm. and had this kind of pizza for eight years. And uh now it's well, not just eight years, my whole life for twenty years. And I couldn't tell the difference. Granted it's been three years since I've had it. Right. But it was it was right on and it was good. White but broccoli, lots of garlic. We we came to the conclusion it was definitely vegan. So. Yeah, because I didn't have diarrhea. Oh goodness. Um 
but it was really really good and i don't know vegan food like fake vegan food you know like that's trying to be meat and dairy has just really been extra good lately and which it's is not problematic yeah because it's like when i used to go out and splurge because there was something vegan like destination donuts or like patty cake cookies um like I would go to patty cake and I would just go ham and I'd get all the cookies and all the cupcakes and all the stuff because it was like, I don't have this. I don't get to eat this. This is so exciting that I get to eat like a chocolate chip cookie or whatever. But now it's so prevalent that it might not be good for the waistline. Well, <clears throat> it's probably better for the waistline. Yeah, it's good but, overall. It's good overall. But I don't know. I even today, like I was feeding Bob some chicken nuggets, which I don't like to do, but I was in a huge rush to get to uh, the doctor's appointment. And uh, they were, I had one and I was like, this is chicken. And I I had to pull the package out of the trash and be like, is, was that chicken that I just ate? You're bringing it around. So this is the topic of today. Kids. Yeah. I have other stuff we could blab about. There's nothing to do with the show though. No. Real quickly. What? We caught four mice this morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to have to talk about that one. Yeah. So we had a mouse. We one thought, mouse. I think we've talked about that mouse. Naively. Yeah. Mickey the mouse first popped out during um, Bob's birthday party when I, it was the first time I've had like six to eight people staying at my house. It was late and, March, so it's been a while. And a mouse ran across the floor. It was terrifying. Jacqueline. terrifying and like, oh my God, it's, it's terrifying and like, why now, mouse? Yeah, shout out to Jacqueline. We were like, <laughs> yeah. we've never had a mouse. We've never had this many guests. Yeah. But we have a mouse. All at once. So anyways, we had this mouse for a long period of time and first, it like was Two months. It was, yeah. It's almost June. So there's like probably hundreds of mice right now. <laughs> So I didn't think it was like a big deal. And like every once in a while I would notice that he would get into our pantry. But then like lately it was just there was mouse poop everywhere and pee. And I've got a pregnant nose so I can smell everything. And um, so we came back from our weekend away. We were actually gone for like bunches of days. Four like, days. Yeah. And um, there was mouse poop everywhere. And they ha- he had just ravaged the pantry. So I was like cursing this mouse. I was like, you're dead, man. We've tried these traps. I'm going to kill you tonight. Because I was really upset. I was really emotional. Well, we had uh, one um, trap that would not kill a mouse. Which no. is supposed to trap None of it. Our traps and then did. release it. But last night, Lisa was like, I was just this? So much- well, it was like... It got personal because it was like there was just poop everywhere. And like Bob will he like hangs out on the floor, you know, like I set him on the ground and he's like crawling on the ground. Sometimes he puts his face on the ground. All the time. God forbid some food falls on the ground. I don't clean it up before I feed it to him. Yeah. Like I'm trying to be as clean as possible. And if there's freaking mouse poop. like And in your defense, we did try. Right. The other way. Right. So I'm cursed. I like proclaimed to the household i was like mice no I, at this point i thought there was just one i was like mouse you're dead you're dying tonight you know and then <laughs> so jimmy goes and gets like mouse poison or whatever well, i was on like a bike ride and i picked up a mouse trap that has was it poison a trap? in it okay it's not a trap they go in there and they eat it and then they just die in there okay well so like, like, it don't like freak out everyone them. we didn't do it yeah so then like last night jimmy was like do you want to put those out and i was like no to kill it like that's that's too much so i like totally reneged on my like i'm gonna kill you tonight mouse and i was like well i have three that won't kill it yeah four that will i was like let's just put all seven out 
And I but was then like, you're no. Like, no. And I, of course, all along was like, let's not kill this mouse. Stop it. <laughs> so <laughs> we put out the three humane traps um, with food in it. And there's two in the pantry and then like one by the sink. And um, so this morning I get up and I'm always the first one down because I'm the first one awake. Um, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, and I go in the pantry and I'm like, oh my God, Jimmy, there's a mouse in here. And I'm like, get down here, get down here. Like, I can't deal with this. I don't know. Usually I'm tough, but I just, I, it was too early. Yeah, you really. I couldn't, you know, I just. Yeah, well, it's an animal, but. No, it was like, like being tough is like an action and I just, I didn't have the energy to do it. So I'm sorry. And plus you're the man of the house. This is your job. Yeah. Not to like throw out feminist or non-feminist roles, but I'm not putting a mouse out anyways well i come down and right so i'm like freaking out because there's one mouse and then he looks in the other trap and he's like oh look here's another one i was like no way then he goes over to the other trap there's two in one of the other traps then keep in mind the the one that had two in it we've had that out for six weeks yes it's been out for six weeks and for some reason i think they heard they heard me and they're like she's gonna that's what i i I literally said that as i said this is your last chance guys (laughs) you get in this trap and i take you to the woods or you're you're probably gonna get poisoned (laughs) well it worked we're gonna have to put out the same regiment tonight yeah but we who knows how many's in our house thought we had one but we had we had at least four. But anyways. And there was two big ones and two small ones. I think they were a family. Well, they are all in the wilderness now. They're on their way back to our house 1. right now. 1.5 miles away. No, you have to take them two miles away. I went 1.5, but I went across Broad Street. So that's... Oh, gosh, they're just going to die on Broad Street. They can go under Broad Street. If they come back, they can stay. No, they cannot. They live here. Well, no, we'll make them like a... I'll build them. <laughs> <laughs> the, the jungle. They were super cute. They were. I don't know. One of them's tail was like stuck. And I, I know. I felt really them. bad. When I opened up the one that had the two in it, they shot out of it like a cannon. The like, big ones. The did. big ones. They jumped out, and it was it was like a foot off the ground. And I opened it, but not even. But they sh- they like leapt into the air like two feet, and they just landed in the brush, and then just shot away. And then that I- was the mom and dad. That's what we thought. And, and, I, and you, my logic was, well, I'll let mom and dad out first. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, my babies. Mm-mm. I'll wait for them. They were gone. They don't care. And then I, I let the little babies out. And they just like looked up at me like, where am I supposed to Bro, go? Bro, what's this green stuff I'm standing in? Yeah. <laughs> probably like. But then they came together. and This they, is all we know. They talked a little. And then they just walked away. That's bizarre. And then I went back home. Thanks. Okay. Well, it was monumental in my life. I was I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. It was pretty interesting. Because right, it went from like two months of having no re- no mice, no mice, and then we caught four in I one think it's night. Because you cleaned out the pantry, we took away their options. I've cleaned out the pantry before. Well, anyways, sorry, we're way vegan off topic. kids. So we yeah, it was a twenty minute intro, but that I think was, it was all good. Vegan mice. You're right. We do need to do this more often. We have a lot to talk about. There's <laughs> so a couple things I'm going to skip here for next time. Um, so vegan babies. Vegan babies. So a couple of interesting uh, statistics that I came across when I was researching this. Um, the UK, veganism is up 360%. Um, guess what it is in the US? We keep I keep looking back For at the veganism? stat and it changes a lot. Mm, 8.2%. I always ask you things. In the last three years, there's been a 600% increase in people identifying as vegans in the US. Yeah, but what's the percentage of people? Um... 
It was 1% of U.S. consumers claimed to be vegan in 2014. In 2017, 6%. Oh, see, I was pretty close. I said 8.2. Yeah. Even when we started this podcast, I remember saying I thought it was around 2 but, Look at that. You're welcome, America. Yeah, this is according to research by Global Data, Just which kidding. is a really reliable source. Just kidding. I've never heard of it. But um, I like it 6%. <laughs> Point here being, if, if you have all these vegans and now there's a lot more vegan relationships, that could be a podcast topic. Okay. Um, I think you brought that up. Mm-hmm. But you have more vegan They're relationships. They're going to have vegan babies. Vegan marriages. Yeah, you're going to have vegan babies. And that's not that common um, until fairly recently. Yeah. This and a 1% to 6% is a big difference. And uh, raising a vegan kid obviously has its stipulations and its concerns and its stigmas. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Okay. Um, So many vegan babies are coming and they're new. And like you said last episode, it's kind of like an experiment. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's happened. There is data and there is statistics that have been done. Yeah. Well, like I explained this to my students. See, I'm not going to be able to say that anymore. I'm not going to be able to like my students. You can volunteer or something. Anyways, um... Like, my students will always ask me, are you going to make your kid be a vegan? And my first response is, my kid is a year, and he shouldn't really be down in dairy or meat anyways. Um, But my spiel I always give them is, like, I deem this diet to be the healthiest thing, so why wouldn't I want the people that I care about to also be eating the healthiest thing yeah that's that's where it gets weird i think that's changing too Mm -hmm. because it wasn't always so much about health yeah it was more like an ethical you were an ethical vegan not yeah from uh i'm gonna do this like i'm gonna recycle if you don't recycle eh, okay but i'm doing my part but when it comes to health i think that's why it's still an a stupid old joke and i had a friend make fun of me on facebook about it but like is that what that that post that was like either you die a bull or you die a cup or something? <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't know what that was. Okay. I have no idea what Someone that was. Someone posted on a picture of our baby. I saw that. I was I, like, I think what I, is this guy getting at? That's a, that's a long story. Okay. Um, but actually Penelope, who was on an episode from mm-hmm. Australia, mm-hmm. was commenting on our, something that I posted. But it was it's the old joke. Like, how do you know if a vegan is a vegan? They'll tell you. And it was like... Nine reasons why you should be vegan or side effects like we just mm-hmm. talked about last time. And it was just the joke like, you know, vegans are going to tell you that yep. they're vegan. Um, but at the end of the day, the reason we do that is because we care about you and love you. Right. Like it's one. I'm not going to bang your door down if you're my mother or my sister or my wife or my son or daughter because you don't recycle. Um, but if you're doing something that I think is harming you and it's going to keep you around for less time and it's going to cause you physical pain. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to keep your mouth shut about that. Yeah. And so that's why we blab so much about this, especially the, the health aspect. So like you were just saying, obviously I, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. When you have full control over the diet right. of another human being, 100% control. Well, yeah. Why are you going to give them the healthiest thing you can? I don't know if this is on your lesson plan. No, it's, we're just freestyling tonight, okay. baby. But I also don't like when my students are like, so you're not, it's not even my students, this is like everyone. Like, So like when he goes to like a, a birthday party, you're not going to let him have um, pizza or like ice cream or whatever. And I think <laughs> like that mindset of like foods, like food is part of our culture. It's a part of like 
like how we celebrate and i think that's like that's i'm not downing on that but the party shouldn't be about the pizza that you're eating it should be about like the fun of hanging out with your friends no it's i mean and you and just, there are options for vegans there are but you ironically of course didn't jump to the end of my lesson plan why well, no asked. it's just kidding well you did but no that's what i wanted to ask you like we i don't think we've really talked about this you know personally uh-huh. how do we deal oh. with that it's not just like Oh, you you're mean going like, to this party. wait, when your mom tried to feed Bob some cheesecake over the weekend? Yeah, she doesn't was, know. No, I was like, how did I deal with that? I just like shooed Bob. So anyways, you're asking what will we do when Bob leaves and he's on his own and someone questions him whether or not he should be eating or like at school. Yeah, Bob goes to like kindergarten. When he has the choice. Bob's in first, second, third grade. He's getting older. This becomes a weirder thing. If he's not completely sold on it, which he probably will be, but- I'm just thinking about. Or like, he's gonna like totally rebel. We can yell at his kindergarten teacher. We can yell at his first grade teacher no, at the school. Not, not yeah. yell, but we can insist upon him not eating this stuff. Well, I mean, I but would that's be making before pressure. Right, but I would be making his. I can. I got this. Let me respond to you. Um, all professionally. Anyways, um, I'll be making his breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I'm that kind of mom that I'd be sending my. High school senior off with like a packed lunch, but I guess yeah that so alleviates a lot of the issues. That's, yeah, he's not going to be buying. He doesn't have his own money. No, <laughs> yeah. so like when he's younger, that's not a problem. I just, I mean, I well, be like my a birthday lunch. party in the classroom and everyone has cupcakes. Right. What's he going to do? So my like hope, and it seems like this is going in the right direction, is that this vegan lifestyle is actually not that bizarre and that there would be possibly other kids in that classroom that are in the same boat. And I think that that trend is moving in our direction. But if that's not the case and it's not acceptable, but first of all, I would want to send my kid to somewhere where that is acceptable, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want him to be surrounded by a bunch of judgmental people that are like, oh my God, that kid doesn't eat meat or dairy. What a weirdo. First of all, Bob's just super cool in general. So everyone's going to be like, he doesn't eat meat or dairy. He's awesome. I should be like that and not eat meat or dairy too. But um, this, that's a good, it's a good um, like ethical, not ethical. It's a good character, like um, a chance for him to prove his character because maybe it's not about being vegan and his ethical love yeah. of animals, but it's, this is something that I do and either you respect that or you don't respect that, you know? And if kids are going to make fun of that, which kids will, yeah. but my hope is that my child with all his strong convictions comes back and says, well, you know what? This is what I do because this is healthier. If you're not down with it, you suck. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I can see that eventually. Because, but. but that's how I was. In first grade? Yeah, think about it. Like, I definitely, like, I became a full-fledged vegetarian when I was in the fifth grade. So, I was going through middle school and the beginning part, well, you know, like, middle school was definitely like a- Yeah, that's true. Uh, influential, pressured time. But when someone asked me, oh, you don't eat meat or dairy, did I, like- cower and was like oh well it's just my mom doesn't so i don't no i came back and was like i don't want to eat that because it's an animal that's it and no one ever gave me crap for it like i don't know he's my child i would hope that he has some 
you know, backbone about it. Yeah, and at a young age, I think you can kind of mold that. Well, if it's a good school too, you can kind of lay the the groundwork. It's funny, like James, our uh, nine year old, mm-hmm. who is Lisa's stepson, so mm-hmm. he goes to live with his mom, who's not anything close to vegan. And but wasn't back she to like us, a vegetarian for a while? For like seven years or something, just kind of odd. And then um, she was like. I was going to eat all the meat now because <laughs> yeah. this new one is a yeah. vegan. <laughs> she's never vegan, but she's vegetarian, um, which is ironic because she's lactose intolerant. So is James. Most. Um, but James has a classmate who he just revealed to me. Is vegan? Is vegan, See? but he's lactose intolerant. So he's not vegan. Okay. Um, but um, I was like, what? So it's not even that hard for you to do this? Because it, it really does hurt James' stomach. He, he has yeah. like. He's cried. On the toilet, we talked about that. He 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 struggles with it, but he he doesn't care because he wants you know, to eat it. Yeah, and he's kind of being raised by that halfway. But I didn't experience experience this until Boy Scouts. I sat next to this kid. Oh yeah, and his was mom was he cool? Was he normal? Yeah, he was totally normal. Nice kid. His mom busted him out this like six spread of like good delicious things, Oreo cookies and stuff. Yes. And she grabbed him what he could eat and what he couldn't. And it wasn't and it a was, big deal. It wasn't a big deal. It's That's... not a big deal to be lactose intolerant, but apparently it's a big deal to be vegan. Yeah, uh, it's the same like strife a kid would get if he was like, I'm gluten free. Actually, you know, like yeah, we live in a world where gluten free is like totally acceptable. But like vegan. you said, it's not. We're headed in the right direction. That's like the point. That's the goal that I would hope that like I want to send my child out into is that being a vegan is not absurd. And I'm not going to like force my child into moral thoughts. But I will say (laughs) this is that when I'm paying for his food and he's living under my roof, I'm definitely not going to buy any meat or dairy for him. Yeah, if he decides not to be vegan. Then it's on his dime. If he's he's 15 and he has a job and wants to buy a cheeseburger. Yeah, like, will that hurt? not going to kick him out. No, yeah. Like, I I wouldn't be, like, support. It's not like I wouldn't be supportive, but it's it's not like I would, like, shun him for making that, that choice and making the, like, the, you know, spending his own money on his own food. Like, that's... That's his own choice, but am I going to buy him meat or dairy? No. So. Well, all right. So let's get to some more like justification of all this. Yeah. Because um, I actually personally needed that, um, and I got it from quick research um, mm-hmm. before Bob was even born. But is yeah, it is I it okay? Remember, I remember us actually having a conversation like when I was pregnant, and you were vegan at this point, and I had um, coworkers who. We're just like brilliant minds coming up to me asking me <laughs> questions. <laughs> but they were like, one was like, are you going to be vegan while pregnant? Is that okay? And I was just, I had to like put like my teacher voice on. I was like, mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's fine. And then the same question was like, are you going to raise your kid vegan? And I remember having that conversation with you, like being like, are we doing this? And <laughs> I was like, yeah, like. It's kind. Of, I don't know. It like it I came so, naturally. I think like you're, like it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse for you. Oh, like no. your demeanor is so like I don't know. Like when when I first met you as a vegan, it was like oh that's cute. She doesn't mm. want to eat animals and but She's... and well, there's been a lot of jokes this weekend about how smart you are. Um, you're like oh my gosh, I'm so smart. But you I actually am. are really smart. 
totally smart. But sometimes you could come off as like you're not that smart. Well, I've been trying to play that line. Do you know that when you're actually smart, people like ask you to do stuff? (laughs) You gotta like. I'm not saying you're like like a dumb blonde or anything, but you're just like like a happy go lucky like yeah yeah yeah. But then when you like get down to it, it's like wow, she really knows what the hell she's talking about. And I don't think we should let people onto that though, because <laughs> then I'm gonna have to be credible, you know. Well, you are credible, but I like I, I, I like wasn't going under sure, the radar. Like, I was convinced that it was healthy for an adult that has already done so much damage to their body mm-hmm. to switch to a plant-based diet. But I wasn't convinced that from birth. Uh, well, I, I was convinced, but I just needed a little bit of yeah. data to support that. And well, I got some. It's out there. It's um, happening. So tell me why raising our babies um, vegan is a good thing. Well, early on, or recently, the I have so much trouble saying, the ADA, American... Diabetic? Dietetic. It's dietetic? Not di- it's diet... Like a dietitian? Etic. Yeah, it's not diabetic. The ADA, it's like the, it's the largest group I've seen them. of... Dietary doctors ever. No, it's the big. It's the biggest group. It's 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 nutritional professionals beyond belief. Got it. And uh, they just came out with a report in 2016 or 17. It's a quote from them. It is the position of the ADA that appropriately planned vegetarian or vegan diets are healthful, nutritionally adequate, and may provide health benefits in the prevention and treatment of certain diseases. At all stages of life, mm. including babies in you inside of me. Yeah. Um, so there's no question anymore in the scientific community and the health community and the doctor community um, that this is OK. They it, all think it's OK. It's more than OK. It's not just OK. It's actually beneficial. Well, and w- the fact that that was accepted mm-hmm. is amazing. And that's this is outside of all the stuff we've talked about, lobbying and pressure yeah. from all these um, you know, political organizations and right. corporations and well, I think that one of the the like I don't know conclusions they probably came to was that someone who has a vegan diet probably thinks more about their diet than the average American diet. So someone who's going out on a limb to raise their child as a vegan or plant based is probably just overall thinking about this more and they're going to pay more attention to what they're eating. Yeah. yeah and so what are the, uh, what are the risks? If someone comes up to you and says, you're going to have baby. a vegan baby, what what are the things they're worried about? Well, like we talked about earlier with uh, my pediatrician being like, there, he's getting too much soy. And I just, I went down like a wormhole. Oh yeah, I wanted to give that shout out. Yeah. About who's the shout out? Uh, the pediatrician. A, yeah, we had a pediatrician email us. Rachel. I don't know if that's her last name, but our, people don't like that. Rachel from uh, Texas. I'm going to get back to you, but she had awesome insight about um, one of the most fascinating things for me. I think I got this from reading the China study and a couple other things was the lack of nutritional education that doctors get. Yeah. And she she talked about that and she was like, Lisa, don't be so hard on your yeah. pediatrician. It's not her fault. It wasn't even her though. It was like the dermatology department. Yeah. And they like hoodwinked her. Yeah. we And we love our pediatrician. She's um, really, I, I do like her. Um, She's but, got like a, a child the same age as Bob. But this, uh, she bounced back this so quick. lovely Rachel lady has some kids that are 12 year old twins and 10 year old that are uh, going down this 12 road. 12 year old twins and a 10 year old. 
that because <laughs> like right now bob is almost 14 months and i'm thinking about like having this new baby and i just i don't even know how it's gonna happen sometimes i unrelated um i'm excited about what we do with this podcast but when mm-hmm. like a pediatrician emails me i'm like oh my god you gotta raise the bar a little <laughs> yeah, i just like I, don't, I have a lot of respect for rachel or anyone else who's yeah. who's devoted their life to to physical health yeah. like helping people like i don't know I, yeah I can't do that. Kudos. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the pediatrician. Um. What are they? What are they looking at me saying? Like, what is my child not getting? And not I, even a pediatrician, just a person. It's always the dummy protein. That you work with. Yeah. Um. Do you get enough protein? But I, I guess just like what I always fall back on is if you're eating those things that. Doctor, is it Dr. Grieger or Dr. Furman? Dr. Furman's G-bombs. Furman's the G-bombs. Grieger's like the 10 things a day. Okay. Same same concept, though, is that you should be eating beans, legumes, onions, berries, seeds, greens. Um, I think that's all. And seeds? I already said seeds. But like you yeah. should be eating those every day. If you're eating those in some combination, you are getting all the nutrients you need. You're getting all the protein you need. You're getting everything you need. And, and so that simple rule is, is what I would apply to my baby's diet. And yeah, then it's and done. So it is that simple to say. But actually, I just listened to a... It's not simple to do. I wish I could give it credit. A podcast or a, a YouTube video um, of a guy interviewing Grieger asking mm-hmm. about this. And um, a lot of his questions were like, you, you recommend all these things. And, and he said the same thing you said. Obviously, if it's good for me, it's good for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I think, had would have better answers than he did. Oh. Um, how do you get this shit? Oh, sorry. Come kids on, listen. How do you get this stuff into your kids' food? Because kids don't like vegetables. Kids don't oh. like broccoli. They don't like lettuce. And the greens seem to be... The hardest? Yeah, James hated the greens. I don't know. Well, Bob's like almost 14 months, and he does not have an aversion to any. Uh, James didn't either. I'm not saying Bob's going to, but James didn't either. Until he was like almost three, he would eat everything I put in front of him. went from like eating everything to eating nothing. Yeah. Like, when did that happen and why? Right around preschool and kindergarten. And they were just fed, It was like, just all the stuff that was put in front of them. And he went to a private kindergarten. You know what, where though? Where food because was provided, and we just let them feed him yeah. whatever he wanted, and it was garbage. Yeah, because Bob has had, like, chips and stuff, and he knows. He's like, yeah, I want some more of those chips. Like, he's had, like, junk food before. He definitely um, knows. What, what do you feed? I don't know. Like... Well, um... How do, well, I, How so the Bobby one thing I thought of with you is um, there's all these things I have to have. In front of his mouth? One of the things that caught my attention was like fatty acids, like seeds and nuts and all these different things. Oh, and Bob gets you. all those every yeah. single day. So, um, yeah, an easy way to get these things into your baby. And it's like so convenient is Bob's a big fan of shakes. So in the morning. I throw a like me and Bob and you. We all share a shake because I make it like oversized, so it's, it's enough. so good. Yeah, well, so like it, there's in there, and there's controversies about shakes because I know we've I don't know if we've actually talked about. There's this. no controversy. There about is. Shakes. There is a controversy <laughs> about the fiber you get from shakes, and if anybody out there can answer this question, it's been plaguing us. It's been plaguing my parents. 
it's been like I don't I can't find the answer on the internet but is the fiber you <laughs> get, we've done this before is the fiber you get from um, the fruits in your shake is it in the molecule um, like the molecular level can you drink that shake and you reap all the benefits of that fiber or do you need to actually chew through the skins of your fruit and your vegetables in order to get the fiber? Even though like we, it's like a Nutribullet, it's not like juiced. It's all the skins are in there, but are you still getting the benefit? You have to be. Okay, but that's side note. So, anyways, yeah, like flax seeds, and he gets chia that. So, easy way like, to do all that stuff is right. Like, so it's a banana and some fruits, and uh, sometimes you throw some spinach or vegetables in there, and yeah, then I put the flax seed and the chia seed in there, and it's just much. I mean, it's like baby food, you know? Yeah. Like that's the whole point of baby and food is pureeing their food. Going along with this, I never thought of this, um, but I was reading about it. Um, a kid's stomach is so tiny. Bob's mm-hmm. stomach is so tiny. Ours is pretty big, mm-hmm. especially mine from stretching it out from eating crap. Um, you have a, a smaller target, I guess, mm-hmm. to fill with nutrients. Yeah. Um, but he also not eats that like a, a not that lot. A, yeah, not that a non-vegan baby is getting anything better, mm-hmm. um, but you have to be more mindful of the fact that you have to pack a punch. Like a kid, oh, a kid, a kid can't eat. You know, they need a lot of calories, too. Right. Um, so a thing like a shake is going to give them all of that. Yeah. Um, Shakes. So, yeah. You have to avoid the, what do they call uh, Empty calories, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. He's just snoring. I know. Our, I just want him to stop. Our dog is just in the midst of a dream, and Jimmy's, like, yelling at him. Well, he farted, like, four minutes ago, too, oh, and it smelled really bad. I didn't smell that. Um, sorry. Anyways, so a shake is, like I said, an easy way for Bob to get a bunch of nutrients or your babies to get a bunch of nutrients. But that's also it's the same thing for us. You know, we wake up in the morning and have a shake with a bunch of stuff in it. I feel good to go. You know, blueberries and blackberries. And anytime you're at the store and blueberries are under two dollars, you buy all of them and you freeze them and you use them for months after that. So we start our day with a shake. So does Bob. Yeah, and you have to, you just have to be mindful. Yeah. Also, oatmeal. Bob eats a, like just regular oatmeal. You know what I made the other day, which was super good, and Bob loves it. Is I took a sweet potato, um, because our neighbor who is blind for some reason gets like boxes of food, and people bring him food. <laughs> just leaves them on the porch. No, he just hands them to me. Like people bring him food because they're like, oh, you should. Here's fresh produce, and instead of him eating it, he just brings it to us. Here, blind man, here's 30 onions. Literally. Good for you. I'm not kidding you. In the last box he gave us, there was at least three pounds of ginger. I've been trying to come up with ways to use ginger for two weeks now. Ginger ale and. Yes, not ginger ale. I made like ginger tea. Mm. We had curry tonight because it's ginger in it. I've been going all ginger everything. Um, but anyways, he gave us, there was like five pounds of sweet potatoes in this. And I was like, what am I going to do with all these sweet potatoes? So I microwaved them, um, you know, like poke some holes in them in the microwave until they were soft. Like, I don't know, like four or five minutes maybe. But I put that, so the sweet potato cooled down, sweet potato and some old fashioned oats and some cinnamon, 
some soy milk. I think I put protein powder in there, and I think I put some maple syrup to make it sweet. Ooh. And I pure, or I made that into like a shake, and it's super good. It was delicious. Bob liked it. It was like a, I don't know, it tasted like a, like a pumpkin spice thing, but there was no pumpkin in it. That was really good. I have to admit, I didn't like the breakfast that shake seem, that had the potato in it. That doesn't seem like something up your alley. No, Me and Amon really in the liked morning. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a good. I like respectively pretended like I forgot that you made it. Well, give it to Bob. <laughs> he loved it. I did not like it. It just wasn't a good morning thing yeah. for me. No, well, Bob really liked it. And sweet potatoes are super good. But besides our shakes in yeah, the you morning. You got to sneak that in there. Yeah. A um, couple of the other things that. Oh, um, sorry. No, it's fine. Um, that I've never thought about. And I don't know where you or how you get this into our food. Iodine. Apparently oh, is my in like goodness. sea veggies. You don't remember the whole. Do you not listen to me? I just got in a huge argument with my mom about iodine. No. Oh, yeah. That's it was iodine. in that thing that you got. Yeah. So I made some jackfruit tuna salad oh, the other yeah. day. It was really, really good. I can taste it now that you're saying it. Yeah. And word of the wise, um, I've. I've been buying jackfruit for a while, but I'd have to go to like the Asian market to get it. And it was like a dollar at the Asian market. Like a can? Yeah. And then I went, yeah, can. Like in, you don't want the sweet kind. You want it in brine, not like syrup. And um, clearly, because in syrup, that'd be gross. But um, I was at Whole Foods and it was just like a time crunch thing. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go. I don't have time to go to the Asian Mart. So. I'm just gonna buy it from Whole Foods, and that can one can was three ninety nine, and I was like, Whole Foods, this is literally a dollar, like three miles from here. <laughs> but Whole Foods just marks it up. Um, I don't think that's a that's a not huge price gouge. Three ninety nine to a dollar. I guess for Jack four times. I don't know. Okay, you just, you don't get don't it. Don't send me to the grocery store. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't send you for jackfruit. But um, anyways, so I got like, it's like kelp granules. So kelp is like a seaweed, right? And this kelp granule had like, it was literally like 6,000% of your daily needs of iodine. And I texted a picture of the label to my mom and my mom was like oh my gosh don't eat that you're pregnant you can't have that you can't have a bunch of iodine so like too much iodine like a lot too much is not good for you so it's not out what's the word when it essential when it comes out oh right stays in you yeah yeah but you do need iodine so most people get all of their iodine from salt because our table salt yeah, and that, actually, I've it. heard Grieger talk about that. He don't, he says, I, I don't recommend salt, mm-hmm. but if you do, then make sure it has iodine. Right. Um, but he just kept saying that you get it from sea well, vegetables. Do sea, we eat sea vegetables? Well, we did. I mean, in this couple of... Um, yeah, seaweed stuff is super um, healthy for you. We used to get those like seaweed snacks. Don't you remember those? Like the crispy things? Yeah. Yeah. Those were good. It does work good. Um, but this stuff was really good in the tuna salad. So, yeah, that's where we get our iodine. Uh, 
Give me another question like that. I like this. I didn't know that, but ask um, me anything like where we get our stuff from. Bob um, gets his B twelve from eating dirt because <laughs> he's a boy. I was it, but I think <laughs> I think the one thing I keep bringing up or bringing back around is that, and I am lucky that I don't have to think about this. Is you do have you're too humble about what you put into our meals, and it's oh. not that easy to be a vegan. You have to be. Or not even vegan. Being healthy, you have to make a rational decision about all the foods and ingredients that you put together. It's not just grab some shit and eat or some stuff and eat it. Yeah. Like you have to you have to be careful and you have to plan it out and make sure you're getting all of these different things. Well, there's just there's like some bang really like serious like bang for your buck vegan products that are like kind of like a cure all. Well, like you said, the the G bombs and stuff like that. Like we you don't need to break it down bit by bit. You just have to eat good food, and you're going to get all these yeah. things. Yeah, but like um, nutritional yeast is in like a bunch of stuff that we eat. Nutritional yeast has so many nutrients in it. Like all the B vitamins are in there. And so I we really don't need to worry about our B vitamins because there's like thousands of percent. I was kind of war- wondering about that today, though, because I was listening to that interview that I told you about, and – there's still people recommend recommending B12 and and D for, for vegans. Like obviously you get the vitamin D from the sun, but a lot of people mm-hmm. don't get to go outside, and we shelter our babies from the sun so mm-hmm. they don't get burned. Right. Um, we give them a little vitamin D. There's people that say like anybody above the Mason Dixon line should be taking a D vitamin. Yeah, but the B12 should we be giving Bob a teeny little bit of that? So should I be taking? It? I I like stop taking it because it is in a lot of stuff. But it's not it's not bad for you if you have extra B12, so you can have all your B vitamins. That's it's what not- Grieger was saying. It's like. He's like, the more you take it, like the more expensive, more expensive your urine gets, I guess. Yeah. Like it's, there's, there's no side effects of overdosing. Yeah. I, I would venture to say that Bob and both of our diets are totally saturated in B vitamins that we don't need to worry about B vitamins, but it's not a problem if we do. And I, and not to go back to this, but the whole reason why I started taking B vitamins is because I read somewhere that when I was in college that you could get drunk and B vitamins would help you be hungover. So that's not be hungover, yeah. That's why that's I why the five hour energy works so well. Yeah, that's why I started taking <laughs> B vitamins. So, so I So you did so you survived without them is what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm saying that like extra B vitamins are not gonna hurt you. So like that's clear. Right, but I'm gonna, uh, what? I'm sorry. No I'm go just on. gonna change topics. Okay. Um Oh, for the record, Bob doesn't actually eat dirt. I'm just saying he like plays in it a lot. Yeah. So he's getting. He's getting it from like soy milk, fortified. He eats nutritional yeast right along with us. Nutritional yeast. He has my fake cheese. He loves it. But we're not going to eat that anymore. No, no, no. Like my cheese. Oh, you made. We're eating my cheese. Yeah. Jimmy and I are in a kick to not have any more like fake cream cheese, fake sour cream, or veginaise, or the sliced cheese. All this stuff is amazing. We're going to just try to go a month. Without the processed um, vegan month. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just because to cut it out. I don't know. You know, just to see if we can get it. my beach body ready. But um, no, my <laughs> cheese is just made out of raw cashews and nutritional yeast. And and what is that stuff that I put on it? Um, it's like that weird liquid. Oh, to make it look like cheese? I keep wanting. Yeah. No. Um, 
Remnant. And no, it's like the liquid that you have to make out of quinoa. Rejuvelac. Rejuvelac. You're welcome. Good job. Well, it's past my bedtime. Sorry. Okay, so I have a, a weird question. There's no answer to this. I got the answer. And no, you don't. This was asked. Um, I got to give credit where it's due to Dr. Grieger on this YouTube. I don't know where I saw this video, so I'm actually not giving any credit. Um, but he was stumped. And this is a tough one, I think. I got it. Let's go. All right. We were talking about how, and you, I think you spoke on this last time, it, for a while we told mothers mm-hmm. not to expose their kids to peanut butter and stuff like that. Um, I never got down with that. And then it caused this super allergy problem. Oh, are you going to say is Bob Black doesn't tolerant? No. Okay. Well, sort of. Um, they they flipped all that. They yeah. st- our, our pediatrician now and doctors are telling, expose your kids to peanuts um, at an early age. We screwed up. We caused all these allergies mm-hmm. and they're all going away now. Mm-hmm. It was that simple. Yeah. Um, eggs and dairy. Oh, if we do not expose our child to this, mm-hmm. there's going to be a point where it gets in them. Is there going to be a severe reaction to eggs or dairy um, beyond just, you know, a, a crappy stomach? Call or Dr. Greer because I have an answer. Okay. <laughs> so in my... <laughs> he, he didn't want to be on our show because we don't have enough YouTube vi- yeah. visits apparently. Because um, we don't have 25 grand to donate to him. Yeah. But um, in my expert opinion, our child has ingested dairy. He was on breast milk for months and months and months when he was a baby. Yeah. That component, breast milk, is chemically dairy. So he's not... Never had dairy. That, I guess. And That's a so, good point. It, it is the point. It's the answer. <laughs> so, like, um, I don't know. We've talked about, like, lactose and lactase and all that stuff. Like, uh, Bob's body was producing lactase to break down the lactose that I was giving him through breast milk. So his body has seen and dealt with dairy products. Damn, girl. Yeah. I told you I'm super smart. Eggs? Don't talk to, don't tell anyone. The eggs thing is a different thing because are there people that are allergic to eggs? Yeah, I do think people are allergic to eggs, but it's also, um, yeah, eggs are like easy in your stomach. I don't think a lot of people are super allergic. Well, that's to the eggs. thing is, as I was thinking about this, he was caught off guard with the question, so he he was like, "I'll come back to He's you." He's not a mom. He didn't breastfeed. He doesn't know. No, um, and my first thought was. I, I had a friend in high school who was allergic to peanut butter. Like, it would literally kill her. Isn't it crazy? Like, that's insane. Yeah, I knew kids but like that in my like, elementary school. I've never school. known anyone that would, like, die if they were exposed to eggs or dairy. So I was thinking if Bob yeah. gets to be seven or eight and dairy or eggs ruin his day, yeah. don't kill him, but ruin his day, Yeah, that's probably a good thing. But sometimes allergies- <laughs> In the long run. Like, right. But sometimes allergies um, get worse and worse as you get older. Yeah. So I don't know. There's certainly no reason to start feeding your kids this. But there are some people saying, like, if you don't expose your kids to this, then they're going to develop these severe allergies to to dairy and eggs. But I don't think that's true. I think you got I don't know. Look at other species, you know, like a gorilla in the wild after breastfeeding because they breastfeed their babies. When they're done with that, did the gorillas like, oh, let me eat some cheese so you don't get allergic to this? You know, <laughs> yeah. like 
they just have their diet and they have diets very similar to what we should be eating of nuts and seeds and fruits and vegetables. So what makes them not have to eat dairy products and they're living a fine, they're living their fullest life? Yeah. I just, I don't see it ever being that severe that it's going to like, no. like hospitalize someone. No. And you know what? If we get to that point, then cross that bridge that i'm wrong and we'll figure it out but i mean the dairy aspect i don't know about the egg aspects i don't know like the components of an egg like no one like and in nature no one's eating eggs are they do other species yeah they do yeah like they're not frying them up on a griddle but But i don't think getting what they can i don't think eggs are really high allergies are there a lot of google are there a lot of allergies to eggs I don't know. I don't want to waste time with that. Okay. Um, I have another very interesting thing. Another question? Um, not a question. I actually have the answer to it. Um, there's apparently people that argue, <laughs> which is also bizarre. My kid isn't growing as fast as other kids because they're getting pumped with dairy, which is essentially a growth hormone oh. that makes baby cows turn into giant mm. freaking cows. Um, but so they did a study on it. Uh huh. Um, and oh, Bob's uh, pretty big. Your mom is, was like, "Look at the size of those hands." At some point, well, yeah, I guess a lot of the argument, ba- uh, you know, the rebuttal to that was like, "Yeah, your kid's growing faster than mine, but uh, this way, yeah, horizontally not and not vertically. vertically." Yeah. Um, and that was a joke for a while, but they did a study, and on average, vegan and vegetarians from birth mm-hmm. are one inch taller really than non-vegan vegetarians interesting well i mean that's bizarre and that they're not necessarily attributing that to the lack of dairy but it's it's more like probably mindful parents that are making sure right. that they're very nutritious and healthy yeah and- i think that um we're going to be a certain height kind of regardless yeah some people are short or tall yeah and i think that um if you're if the dairy products are the human or the baby calf growth hormone or whatever. And it I it might accelerate the process, but I don't think it I don't think it skips nature, you know? Like yeah. I think like we're destined to be a certain amount. Well that's why I mean it was it, it turned out that was a silly argument. Or worry of vegan parents yeah. that that doesn't actually happen. Yeah. Um, Bob's not any smaller than any other one-year-old. No. He certainly doesn't have any less energy. Oh, my god! <laughs> He's a lunatic. And we've talked about how athletes are going for this. It, it's it's a, it's a high-energy diet. Yeah. Um, but again- uh, Sometimes I think I shouldn't feed him. <laughs> yeah. So he just calmed down a little, a little bit. Nutrition. He's like a puppy. Yeah. Like, maybe I should, like, cut back or something, you know? We've covered a lot. We've covered- we're, we're, I think we're over an hour, but okay. one thing we haven't talked about is pregnancy. Okay. Um, but there was also a huge study that just came out that um, vegan pregnant women are just badass. They are. They're much healthier, and I don't. It's know. again also like people pregnant ladies who are vegan are probably just paying a lot more attention. Yeah, I don't know what this word is. I don't like to. to- I don't like to toot my own horn about being pregnant because at any given moment, you know, like like stuff could go wrong in my pregnancy yeah so i don't, don't want to be like i'm never sick perfect yeah because yeah. then i'm gonna get sick and i have been sick but if i had to give a little like a little toot 
Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give any little toots. Is that a pregnant thing? <laughs> I do think that um, I'm pretty healthy as a pregnant lady, and it's not um, like it's not killing me. Like I'm good. You yeah, know? you are. You, you well, you haven't really had morning sickness. I think I'm going to start faking it with you, though, because I am still pregnant. And I think sometimes you forget. And I'm like, I don't forget. I'm like six months pregnant. Let's not forget that, you know, I'm harboring a person inside of me. I'll be honest. I kind of do. You're you're really good at it. I know. That's why I need to complain more. And like, (laughs) you know, you don't. Yeah. Like when you come home, uh, I want to be like, oh, I'm so tired. When's the last time I took a nap, man? I don't know. Never. You, don't take naps. you still wear like cute little dresses and stuff. You're not in like sweatpants and big t-shirts when I get home. No, I'm all revealed right now. You are. It's a nice dress. Um, what is preeclampsia? Did um, I say that right? Yeah, preeclampsia. Isn't that when you're like diabetic or something? It's like, like when- the blood thing where you get like big ankles? Um, yeah, it's like bad for your circulation. It's like you, when you get pregnant, you're like at a higher risk. I think it's- you're like pre-diabetic, but it's it like throws off some levels in you when you're pregnant. Well, a 2017 study just came out that uh, vegan women have the not. lowest level of that. Oh, there you go. So I don't know, but apparently that's pretty common. Um, it's it's not good, and yeah, I think it's like why I've heard it a, a million times. It's one of the reasons why ladies get the swollen feet, which suck, because. No one wants that. Sometimes I like to read long quotes. Oh my, no way. <laughs> what are you, are you ending it with a quote? Oh, we don't have to. We're not, we'll, we'll wrap it up. But um, Can I read it? Give it to me. Okay. Well, I had to turn the the screen resolution down because <laughs> the <laughs> computer's about to die. <laughs> at a black um, screen right now. That's, this is a, a, I got this on a Forks Over Knives has a good uh, link on... Uh, common questions for vegan parents. It's but getting darker. Well, you better hurry up and oh read my it. Oh, my God. 3%. Um, okay. <clears throat> 2016 position paper? Is yeah. That what I'm saying? This is a... What a great quote to start with an incorrect grammatical um, error. No, the position papers. 2016 position paper on vegetarian diets from the Academy of Nutrition and Di- Dietetics. Dietetics. That's what I said. Which states that... Vegan diets are appropriate for all stages of the life cycle, including pregnancy, lactation, infancy, childhood, adolescence, older adulthood, and for athletes. Where athletes not included in all. (laughs) (laughs) And those other other age group of athletes. Furthermore, children raised vegan tend to grow up leaner, healthier, and with longer life expectancies. They are more connected to their food than their omnivorous peers. A plant-based diet rich in a variety of whole foods is rich in essential nutrients for growth and development. Okay, Forks Over Knives. Yes. Wait, did you spell healthier? Y-E-I-R? Wait, what are you, we uh, have what to are you looking at? Where's my computer? Your notes. No, my my notes are me either it says talking. Health, it says healthier, but it says healthy and then I-E-R. Yes, healthy I- E-I-R. <laughs> my notes are me driving in the car, okay. talking to Siri in the notes app, or me trying to type, or me scribbling on your real estate cards today. Okay. So get off my... Kids didn't make it this far. Your kids, your... My shoulder. Your neck. Get off my shoulder. Um, but anyways, I don't That's know. I, it? 
I don't want to bring it back to frustration levels, but oh, no. that quote makes me think like this is so much more important than we give it. I mean, it, you should feed your kids vegan food. Yeah, I guess. It go, or just like super healthy food. If full you're not circle down. on the podcast, this is why it's hard to shut up about this stuff. Oh, right. Because this is important. This is life changing. It's not just developing diseases and avoiding them. It's. It's longevity. It's living and a living, super healthy life. Living a good life, a life that you don't have to deal with suffering. It's not just that you're going to die. Um, we're all going to die. Yeah. But on the road to death, YOLO, can be pretty smooth. But like in a healthy way. Uh, yes. You know, like well, you kid, only live once. Yeah, let it the, be a good one. The new one my kids say, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I, that's I That's the new thing. And I'm like, I'm here for both. Yeah. And if you're here for a good time and not a long time, the short time that you're here, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be struggling with diabetes. I made a <laughs> yeah. I made a bet with my kids that if I died of heart disease, they can like stomp on my grave. And That's... They, were, they were like, oh, I'm so excited to stomp on your grave. And I was like, <laughs> it's not going to happen, bro. Wow. Yeah. We it's... were like, it was like a joke. We were kidding. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm very confident in my my health. Your longevity? Yeah. I am too. Yeah, I'm gonna be around just, here forever. Just don't get hit by a bus. Yeah. Making Bob's like he's gonna get married and I'm gonna like say awkward things to her and like not call her by her real name. And Max. And Max, yeah. There'll be a Max. lot of boys in this family having to deal with their mother. Oh, I'm gonna be the worst mother. You know? Oh, like gosh. the worst mother in like the like a night like a good sense, you know? Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to know what's up. Like, we were out of town, and Amina, our nanny, was, well, she's not our nanny anymore, but she's living with us. She was home by herself, and she was like, when are you guys coming home? And we were nine hours away, and I was like, we'll be home in 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And we stopped at a hotel, so we were actually, like, 20 hours away. (laughs) And she, like, the next day, she was like, you legit lied to me. I was like, I got to keep you on your toes, man. What if you're having, like, parties at my house? It's harsh. I feel bad. Well, I'm sorry. For me and Bob and Max. <laughs> We're at a tight ship around here. I can't here. wait till you can drink again. <laughs> I know. I really like side note. We got to go. But not that I'm like into drinking. Um, Like I'm not like it's not like an unhealthy thing. But I really I'm the type of person like I need a drink because I don't stop moving and my brain doesn't stop moving. My body doesn't stop moving unless I have a drink in my hand. Then I like make like a cognitive point to like sit down and Chill relax. Chill for a second. Yeah. But if I'm not drinking, I'm not relaxing. What am I going to go sit down with like a LaCroix, <laughs> put my feet up, you know? Get this get this baby grown for us. Yeah. It's not good for anyone. I need to chill out. Well, okay. it's it's May 29th. Yep. We got two days left to school. So we will be back this weekend. Yeah, we, we should really... Do and another then, one soon. Um, July is going to be a year. So even though we went hard first and we slowed down later, mm-hmm. we're still going to come in at about one a week. Yeah, but we but, have some time to do one. When we go to the beach, we're going to the Outer Banks. We can do one like once a day. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, so does I wonder like on these hour and 20 minute podcasts. Who's like, still listening who at this makes point? It <laughs> all the way uh-huh. through. I don't know. I feel this was a good one. I would have kept listening. But if you've made it this far. And you want to help us out and support us. Um, all we ask is a like on iTunes. Yeah. Maybe a review, but 
just a five star on iTunes or on Podbean is great. Or that five star or whatever we deserve. Or whatever we deserve. But any sort of feedback on social media is pretty much our currency. That's all we're looking for here is Pete. Not physical who's, money, but... Who's the academic now? What, what gets me excited to come back and do this is the feedback that we get. The emails and the reviews online. And just the fact that this is... I thought it was just quality time with your wife. Actually, it's pretty, it's pretty QT, I must say. All right. Simmer down. All right. I got to go to bed. Well, no, you do. <laughs> I got to pace around the house and finish my beer. Okay. All right. Well, good night. We'll be back sooner than later. Good night.